What up? And welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Glenn Enos Jr. Alongside always the best guest for 100 episodes. Now, 101, Mr. Matthew Souza. 101, let's get it. 101, and what a way to start off, as Mason is not here. Yep. Mason caught a little bit of case of, uh, uh, guys, I think I'm sick. I stayed home from work today. I, I didn't feel good. I I don't know what's going on. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. He's got toilet fever. He's got toilet fever because he's not making the playoffs. Spoiler alert. But in his place, none other than two-time Westport Fantasy Football League champion. Ten-time, I'll say for ten years, my arch rival in the league. None other than my first-round opponent, Jacob T. Fryer. What's up, boys? Happy to be aboard. Thanks for having me in. And uh, 101, honored to be Hell yeah. Be on and honored uh, century mark to be on a starting episode of that. That's it. Now we got to roll another 100 episodes out. And then uh, after we hit the 200 mark, you know, it keeps going and going. Pretty soon, it'll be a thousand yep. episodes. I don't know what age that'll put us at, but hopefully I'm not dead. Maybe Chris can double his count in this next 100. Yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Especially if he keeps winning. But, uh, mm. gentlemen, Mr. Souza, Mr. Fryer. You boys had a week 14 matchup. Whoever won was in and whoever lost was out. And if you're listening, you obviously heard what I just said on the intro. So, Susie, you want to tell us about what happened in week 14? Yeah, uh, let's get it. Let's get it. Um, what happened was we started off with our two studs on Thursday night, Dalvin Cook for Fryer. Najee Harris from me, and Dalvin Cook had the best game that he's probably ever had. Let's go. I'm going to go back. He scored um, – well, we'll get into him later. 34.7 points in half-point per reception leagues. Uh, 2020, his best game was 38. So, I guess uh, 47, actually, last year. Holy shit. So, he's uh, on but anyway, <laughs> no, Best game of the, of the year, though, <laughs> by far. And – but, hey. You know, Najee had 23, uh, an actual reasonable game for a stud, not 30 fucking four. Um, and then, of course, Claypool, too, was also on Fry's team who averages, like, I don't know, seven, eight points, gets 13, 70% of which was in the last drive as he cost them the potential game by celebrating a first down with no timeouts left, 30 seconds on the clock. Oh. <laughs> but anyway. But no, it, it was still it was still close, I think. But long story short, he dropped Trout, was the highest scorer of the fucking week with like 144 points or more. And uh, I only put up 107, you know. So it was just a cherry on top. No one could have beaten him. Nobody. Nobody. Plain it was simple. a lucky week to have a good week. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and it was a winner take all pretty much. So winner gets yeah. into the to the playoffs. And it's just funny how the season ended. Obviously, the storyline of the season was Fryer's team deals with injuries. He makes a trade. The people that he trades for get injured. 
he makes another trade. The people that he just <laughs> traded for are going to get injured. He makes another fucking trade. And every every goddamn member of the league was bailing him out. I'm like, just let him die. Just let him die. <laughs> just stop trading with him. And he, and he won't he won't do anything. He won't make the playoffs. It was like, oh, look at Friarstein. He's banged up. He could use this guy. Here you go. Have my fucking underwear. He could use this guy. So Susa halfway oh, I have never season. shuffled the deck more. <laughs> no, 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 no. Susa halfway through the season, sitting atop the East Division at five and one, makes a trade with Jake Fryer. And it was a it was a, it was a trade, Souza, that I didn't think, and this is just me. It's hindsight's 2020, obviously. You say it doesn't matter. I say it does. Because at the time, when you just traded for Najee Harris, I thought your team was set for life. Fuck your life. Bong bong. That, that, that's what you need to know. Okay. I thought it was set for life, and I thought you didn't need to make a deal. You had the Brady Evans stack. You had Najee Harris. You had David Montgomery. And you had Aaron Jones. Aaron mm. motherfucking Jones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. And I said I knew if I was to run into Aaron Jones again in the playoffs, he'd go off against me because that's just what he does. And uh, it would be spelled disaster on top of Najee Harris, Mike Evans, Tom Brady, number one quarterback. And then you make the swap with Fryer. And since that point happened, Sousa, I would like you on the record to state your record since making that deal. One and seven. Okay. One and seven, which included five straight losses. And, uh, no, yes, had to have. five straight. Then I won, or six straight. Then I won. Then I lost again. Something like that. Six straight. And uh, yeah, but I know you like to believe what you think, but That's it a- wasn't the sole reason. And I'll tell you why. You said my team was great, and it was that week. I made a trade with Zach, and it won me the week. It was actually the best week of this year for me, with fantasy and real life included. I was. First trip to Disney World. It was amazing. I had just traded for Najee. Won me the week because I got Najee, Marvin Jones, and A.J. Green. A.J. Green got me 16 points. Marvin Jones got me 19 points. Najee won me the week Sunday night as the last player on the last drive, getting 21 points. I won by like one point on that that week. It was great. Wow. And then, of course, had an amazing vacation, which just so happened to be the one week in my whole entire life where I had the most trade talks the week where I wasn't listening to podcasts, where I wasn't up to date on injury news. That's when everyone <laughs> wanted to fucking trade with me. Craig, Mason, Glenn, Fryer, everybody, every day it was a new trade. And uh, anyway, but you got to remember, I'm looking at my week 16 right now. I had Marvin Jones and AJ Green as my guys who I had to start. They suck. Okay. They had a great week that week, but after that, Marvin Jones wasn't doing shit. AJ Green, AJ Green doing sucks. Shit. <laughs> no, AJ I said that. Please don't tell him I said that. <laughs> and, and Tyler Higby is my tight end. Wasn't doing much. My guys from that week on, regardless of, of trading Aaron Jones and Mike Evans for Barkley and, and Mike Williams, they just weren't doing anything. I was putting up 50, 60 points. Mike Evans and Aaron Jones wouldn't have helped me. It was just, it was bad. And David Montgomery was hurt. Khalil Herbert would have okay games, but he wasn't scoring touchdowns. And it was just bad. A lot of guys weren't doing well. And uh, and it is what it is. So basically, my takeaway from it is you left all your fantasy luck at Disney World. 
Yeah, it's in Florida. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere right now, a little kid. Your dad scooped it up. Yeah, he yeah. did. He drove by, smelt it in the air, and said, I'll take that. Right, right. And now he's in the playoffs. Exactly. I was going to say, somewhere right now, a little kid is just riding It's a Small World after all, and he's just sucking up all that fantasy luck, and he's prepared to, uh, to win his league. But not you, Susan. And I'm sorry to not say me. it, but um, I actually have a couple questions uh, so, submitted by the fans here. Oh, the here we go. Podcast. This is wild. Questions for Susan. We should make this a segment, just questions for Susan. And then if, <laughs> if we get more questions for me and Mason, we'll just do questions for the pod. But questions for Susan sounds pretty good. Okay. All right, questions for Susan. How does it feel to cost Glenn $25 and not make the playoffs for the second straight year? So that's a two-parter. Yep. Because it feels great to cost Glenn money. Oh, oh, oh. Feels, <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Hold it feels on, great on. to cost me money. Oh, okay. Now, Money's a bit harsh. The real, the real good feeling is just uh, having Glenn take some sort of L in some fashion. It doesn't have to be money. Money is actually kind of harsh. I feel bad in a sense that he has to fork up his hard-earned cash to someone like Panacho. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it is what it is. That's why I, w- I was saying if I had the first pick, I'd draft Zeke. So if the first pick curse happened, Glenn would suffer too because he's a cowboy. <laughs> That's just the way it works. Because, you know, if Susan has to suffer, he's going to bring me down with him. Go ahead. Um, no, and then, but yeah, the, the second part of missing the playoffs for second straight year, that sucks. Yeah. That's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. I just want to have you know that um, I put my money on you. I put my faith in you this year. I said 1 11 or whatever you went last year. What'd you go? 1 and 12? 12, 12, yeah. Won two total games. That, that last game being the most important game, by the way. Congrats to you for avoiding the toilet bowl. Um, I was like, that's not going to happen again. Everything can't possibly go wrong again for Sousa. And it didn't up until you went to Disney World. No. Yeah. So if you want to blame anything, blame Walt Disney. Uh, it's the um, mouse, really. It's got to be Mickey. Um, he got super unlucky, too. Yeah. I mean, I won't like a lie. Like, we're, we're, we're well past that deal. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it in full. When that deal happened, I was, you know, Oh, Susan you're knows this. Like I was on a jog going back and forth, and then I would text him. Oh, my back. Yes. Yeah, you're like lagging a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was on a run when we were doing those trade negotiations, and we're going back and forth. And when he was like in, I was thrilled. Now, I was telling Glenn the whole time, like my team, as we already alluded to, had like a dozen key injuries this year. And we've seen in the past guys get hurt and then they like sell their best assets to try to win a few weeks to stay alive. But eventually you sort of just dilute everything you have. And then you're stuck in like week 10 with nothing left to go. And those wins were all for naught. So every trade, I mean, I talked to every, I annoyed people way too much this season. I texted everybody so many times, but it was always like, how do I, how do I only lose a little bit and stay competitive? And in that deal, I didn't feel like I gave up any ground i thought it was a neutral trade though like i thought it was no reason to to take on the risk like if i and on the risk i think mike williams was all of a sudden gonna not be good again like i really thought he was good it, i it was lucky on my end unlucky on his end and then barkley had tough matchups but i did think aj Dillon was real then and obviously he's super real now getting all the touch he's getting um so i don't know i think a lot of shit just broke wrong for Souza, but um but I didn't look at it and say, like, oh, man, he is totally screwed. But just bad luck. Yeah, the biggest thing, honestly, Aaron Jones, nothing too special. He he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He had 
um, two games. Let me let me see. Two good games of 20 points. And then he had – since I traded him, he had six points. Then 20. Then five. Ten. Hurt. Two points. By a week. And then this last week, 20 points. Not really a big difference yeah. maker. The real difference maker was Mike Williams, who was yeah. fucking – absolutely white hot supernova to start the year until he gets on my team where I traded Mike Evans who Mike Evans through six weeks on my team, four touchdowns through six weeks, which came in two games. So that's 33% of the time he's scoring touchdowns. Trade him to Fryer four weeks, six touchdowns. That's an over 100% chance of a touchdown. As soon as I ship him off the fryer, including a three TD game, the week I traded him, uh, you just can't make it up. You just can't make it up. And you didn't even know, but Antonio Brown was like supposedly sore to hurt and missing some time. And here we are, what, nine weeks later and you have to play the game. Yeah. And that was actually a trade that I regret not doing with Craig. I'm sure he's listening. I regret not doing his trade at the time. I was going to trade Mike Evans and DJ Moore for Chubb, Antonio Brown, and Emmanuel Sanders. And that, that week, Brown went off. He was looking good. Chubb is Chubb. But then, obviously, they both got hurt. Antonio Brown is like, what the fuck? And Sanders, too, fell off. So, like, I almost got stuck with Brown on two different occasions. But uh, you just, yeah, I don't know. It's funny how that works. Um, another question here. And this one's from Jake Aronson, maybe number one fan of the pod after last week. Why didn't you say last? Who said the last question? Oh, who do you think it was? Nacho. Yeah. Uh, this At one's from, active. Right. This one's from Jake Aronson. Why are you and Panacho such big rivals? Me? Yeah, it's questions for Sousa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the segment, question yeah. for Sousa, which I actually like. Keep yeah. it coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might step back. I mean, we were really the first, uh, I was kind of, I'm pretty sure I was like his first Westport high school friend when we met in Portuguese class, sophomore year, he was, he was new to the school. We talked, we hit it. We, we had a good time. We brought Glenn into the mix in our computer class. Um, and we were hanging, we always hung out a lot. We shared the reefer many times. So we were really close. So I think it's easy to pick on someone you're really close to. And, uh, and, and I don't know why it's every, every time the fantasy season rolls around, he's just like, it's real, he's relentless. <laughs> but it's just the way it is. I don't know. I feel like it's that's the question you got to ask him because I, I don't provoke anything. I just get attacked. And the only reason if I do send something back his way, it's only, be, it's only retaliation because he hit me first. So you're the victim in this scenario is what you're saying. And this, yeah, and this, and this like, rivalry, you're the victim. <laughs> I'm the victim. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like um, I'm in a more rival with – I don't know. I, I forgot it was. It may have been you, Glenn. I don't know. Because, like, in a fantasy matchup sense, like, we're not that rival, like, big rivals. It's not like we face each other in the playoffs all the time. It's not like – I don't think you've ever faced each other in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like you and Panacho are more rivals when it comes to fantasy than uh, than me and him. It's just the, the shit talk in the chat. That's really what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, by the way, that was uh, that was Panacho who asked that question, not Jake Aronson. Oh, I have a question. Uh, well, we'll finish up this segment once we kind of get to a gray area. I want to address Fryer with something. 
right. Yeah. He said, he actually he said, questions for Susie. He texted me this. He said, the one I said before, how's the field of cock gun? $25. I make the playoffs off a lot. And he said, then say, this one is from Jake Anderson. <laughs> and he said, why are you and Panacho <laughs> such big rivals? He said, then once he answers, say, haha, that was Panacho, you that ass, you idiot. <laughs> Well, thanks for not saying you idiot. Yeah. I mean, now it makes sense why you've brought up Jake. Right. Um, go ahead with your question for Fryer. Oh, and Panacho, even this year, before the season started, he even acknowledged the, the the hate that we somehow have for each other in fantasy. He's like, you know what? Let's we want to bury the hatchet this year. Let's just point all our anger towards Glenn. What? Oh, what? I was like, why? I was like, I can I can get on board with that. But it didn't happen. So why didn't that happen? That would I don't amazing. know. It's his fault. <laughs> anyway, you got, all right. First of all, first I of don't all. know. I don't know if I have to think of the times Panache has been the most mad at Glenn. There's two times. One when you made that trade with Borges a week and a half ago, oh, and yeah. two last year when you made the trade with Zach. When you make a trade, I oh, yeah. he gets heated. The phone call is like, I just don't fucking get it. Like, what is he? He gets so mad. It's incredible. <laughs> Well, no one wants to see Glenn uh, succeed because that's all he's been doing. Well, that's it's, a, it's really an honor to be to have all this hate. Well, here's the thing: I, I, you guys look at it as, as hate, and this is that. I, I just don't understand it. Why can't you just appreciate what I've accomplished to this point? Why can't you be my friends? Why can't you say, "Hey, good job, man"? You know, I, I applaud you. Instead, uh, yeah, let's gang up on Glenn because he's I a mean, fucking. Why can't people appreciate the Patriots' success or or the Yankees' success because? You people don't like that. They're envious. Whoa, right? whoa, whoa. The Yankees, the Patriots, they all have a lot of championships. Glenn's got one. <laughs> oh, God. All right, all right. oh, here we go. This is where I take a step then, out of the room. And no, here, here, all right. Let's, let's, do, let's do a short recap before we preview what's coming up next week, okay? So, obviously, we know the result of Fryer and Sousa. Fryer wins, scores the most points in the week. He moves on. Sousa goes down to the consolation ladder for the second straight year. And then if you look Thanks. at the other matchup, sorry about that. I just had to bring that up. You know, you know I like being friends and like rooting for Third each other. Third all the time, too. Third all the time. Yeah. Um, Panacho punches a ticket to the playoffs uh, by beating Matt Amaral, who was already um, clinched. Panacho's in. My dad secures this spot. By beating Jake Aronson, and I want it. If I had a beer right now, I would pour one out for Jake Aronson. Talk about it. You know, Susan, you lost six straight, and, you know, you got one win, and you, I, I get it. You lost seven of your last eight. Jake Aronson was looking good. Same to, thing, really. To lose five, what did he lose, five straight? He lost five, his yeah, last five. five just now. Uh, but I think same thing like with me, like one in seven his last uh, – Six and three. Six and three he was, losing five straight. Oh. And now yeah. he's missing the postseason after making the championship game last year. And, you know, he was, he was determined to prove everybody wrong, saying I'm not every once in three years guy. Even though I told him last year he better make a count against Craig because you're not going to have this opportunity again for at least another three years. But he decided not to. Um, losing five straight. And it, it's my, and it sucks. Because you couldn't – I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. And Jake Aronson certainly is my worst enemy, so I feel bad for him. I respect Jake Aronson when it comes to fantasy football because um, he's a good owner. He's an OG to the league. And like I said, the effort that he puts in 
you know, listen to this podcast weekend. With I just want to give him a yep. shout out, and I am rooting for him in the consolation to avoid the toilet. I don't want to see Jake Antu in the toilet. Although, if he loses eight straight and gets a toilet, that might be uh, that deserving. Might be, I, I don't know. That's that's like that's like history. Imagine losing your last eight games. <laughs> Wasn't he first in the division all the way to the in the West too? So he would go all the way from yeah. first to toilet. Yep. Speaking of going from first to toilet, um, I don't know. If I, honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't see this coming. I didn't think in week 14 I was going to defeat Mr. Craig Holler, Mr. Back-to-back two-time champion, first two years in the league. I didn't think – I thought oh. he was going to – I thought he was going to rise up, beat me, and then somehow, some way, squeak his way into the playoffs. But, but come to think of it, when I look at his team and I look at the guys that he started, Walter – Zero. Yeah, well, uh, uh, he's got he's got PTSD from Walter from that one time he started Coleman and Walter vultured a touchdown, got like nine points. I was gonna oh, I, I picked up Walter, I'll put him in my lineup. That'll show Glenn. That'll show him. Ah. And then he loses he loses Jamal Williams. So he figures, huh? He goes, I guess I'll pick up, you know, um, the fourth string, uh J- Jermar, Jamar Jefferson, and uh maybe Sounds he'll right. get me some points. Um, and he got zero. So already he's at, he's putting himself at a disadvantage. And what you don't want to do is, um, you know, start bad players when you're trying to make the fantasy playoffs. You don't, you don't want to do that. You want to start your good players. You want to start yeah. your guys like, like Daryl Williams, who's been consistent for him the whole year. You want to start your guys like Devin Singletary, who's, you know, starting running back, not, you know, third string. But I mean, it's weird because it's two time champ stuff and they ain't does shit like this. It just doesn't make sense. So now, after losing to me, he's going to be in the consolation. And he's, he's got to be one of the favorites for the toilet, especially if he keeps making bonehead decisions like that. I mean, what the fuck? It's weird because in, in, in another league I'm in with him, his team's a wagon. He's got all the breakout players on his team this year. First seed, that's the Craig I, I was used to for the past two years. Now it's like, I don't know if it, it got in his head that he's won two championships. He doesn't have to fucking try. Because that's what – when I looked at the lineup that he put out against me in week 14, I thought he wasn't trying. I was like, I was like, all right. He's got Justin Jefferson started. Then I looked at, I was like, who the fuck? Who's this guy? And then halfway through the season, he trades for a retired player. That's stuff that you don't <laughs> do if you want to success, like to sustain success in this league. You just don't do that. You'll trade for guys who are going to retire. It's weird, but um, maybe, maybe, maybe it works out for him in the consolation. I don't know. All I know is first to worst. That's a thing. It could, it could be a thing this year. Uh, Imagine if Calvin Ridley came back, how pissed would he be? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be too him. pissed. He could use him. He's still stashing him. Comes back this for a week. True. How about this? Comes back for week 18 when the fantasy is over. <laughs> that would be – Gets 30 points. Oh, my God. I can't even put that into words what would happen. <laughs> but at the same points. time, you got to watch out for Craig because, uh, I mean, his team last week, before your game with Glenn, he put up like 130. The week high score, probably because I was second and I just can't win the money. Are you kidding me? So he had to step up and take it away from me. But 130 points is possible with his team. But maybe. No, I don't know. Not if you keep starting Walter. Yeah, Um, Walter. And now he's in the bottom of the bracket, the bottom of the toilet constellation. And and I was there last year. And I know, you guys might not know because you haven't cared to think about it. But 
week 14, well, the first round means nothing when you're in the bottom bracket. Because if you win, you can still lose next week and go right back to the toilet bowl. So it's really next week, or I'm sorry, round two, week 16, that's going to matter for him. And, uh, and honestly, it'd probably be best if he lost this week because if he loses, he plays the loser of me and Mason, which is more favorable than if he wins because then you'd face the loser of JV and Jake Aronson, which is a harder matchup on paper. It sounds like you know what you're doing here, Susan. It sounds like I've been there once or twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> once. But so, that's so food for thought for Craig. Because I know he's been, or as my, Mason would say, uh, white knuckle gripping the steering wheel listening to Glenn rant about that matchup. So I want to give him They some both hope. bench all their players. It would then be everyone they own versus the other teams, everyone they own, right? Oh, because it's like, isn't the tiebreaker bench points? It's funny when you look at the league rules. If it's an exact tie, probably. When you look at the league rules, there's no, no, it's not, it's not. And if it's an exact tie, Susan, because remember our game? It wasn't an exact tie. All right, that, that's was up true. by point. Well, you had, to, you oh, had to send an email first before we realized <laughs> that it wasn't an exact tie. I sent you that video. I, I knew it ahead of time. I just right. needed proof. Anyways, for you guys. <laughs> There's no there's no tiebreaker if you look at the league rules. Like if you literally go to the, the league settings on the app, you look at tiebreaker in the yeah. playoffs, it says none. Well, that's why you gotta vote for me to be commissioner because shit like that needs to be determined ahead of time before the league even starts. You need to know the payout structure, you need to right. know tiebreakers, you need right. to know have that established a written constitution at a time. That way you can just go to the book when the situation arises and look at the league rules. Exactly. Not just, oh well, um, we'll just do what the app says. Or yeah. uh, you know, because I, I'm biased, I'm gonna go with this option versus yeah. that option. Yeah, and it sucks because me and Suze are in a league, uh, another league besides this one, where we have a commissioner who just makes up fucking rules as the league goes on. I mean, I'm not gonna say any names, <clears throat> Zach Aronson, but um it, it's weird. Like you would think you would establish every ground rule before the season starts, before the people put in their money. And uh yeah, that's whatever. I call Everyone that agreed to it. Yeah, ahead of know. time. So uh, if it comes down to a tie in the playoffs, Jake, between you and me. I guess we're both moving on, or we're both fucking okay. out. And then, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, probably both out. Yeah, I gotta address something to Jake to Fryer right now. Okay. Hmm. Can Let's you explain Exhibit A? Mason, Souza, Glenn, a hundred shitty episodes. <laughs> uh, care to comment? Uh, yeah. So Jake Aronson had a great idea and he wanted to make a tribute video to you guys. And I thought, what better way to have a tribute video than to insult you guys in the first sentence of the, my clip? I respect it, right. honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Just sounds like when Chris said he listened to just one episode. I was like, <laughs> I got outdone. That's true. I thought I'd have, I thought I'd have one of the best chirps, but when I heard listen to one percent of the episodes, I died laughing. I was like, God, yeah, I got one percent. And then obviously Andy Reid kicked all our asses. But dude, I, when I saw that, I was like, What the fuck? I know. <laughs> we were all our minds were already blown that the fact this happened and everyone <laughs> participated. Which thank you for that. But to have Andy Reid at the end, a quote unquote air quotes, yeah. Andy Reid. Uh, that was just that was a cherry on top. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> um, so what else is happening in the league? Oh yeah, uh, Gomes secures the best record in the league, number one seed, and Chris 
defeating Mason has eliminated Mason from playoff contention. It was close. Came down to Monday night. Um, Mason tried his hardest, threw out his best shot. And I got to give him credit. I thought we were going to see a new Mason. But yet again, Mason and the Constellation Ladder, all too familiar with it. Chris, GM of the year, winning the West at seven and five. Yeah. And the least point scored in the league, right? 13. Oh, second least point scored in the league. Six yeah. more than Borges. He was at one point. When uh, he when he was leading the division a few weeks ago, he had the least point scored, and I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Zach Chris is just be really good at defense. I, yeah. I guess so. yeah, the best the best offense is a good defense. So what the fuck? <laughs> um, Zach Aronson, props to him. Started out the season one and five. I think only one other GM started the season one and five and got to the playoffs. Uh, if you guys refresh from my memory, I don't know who it was, but. Yeah, I, fact that, I think oh, they I don't won a championship, I no but I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. But if 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 Zach can do it, why not? Why not go all the way? Why not prove us wrong now, Zach? Why not? You're an OG in the league. Make your fucking mark right now. Don't 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 come up short like your brother did last year. And because this might be your only chance again. Who it's knows? Family. But um, Zach defeating Brendan punches his ticket in. He will go face-to-face with my dad. Um, Brandon Gomes will face. Um, who's he facing? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Amaral's facing my dad. Gomes is facing Zach Aronson. Oh, that's a good matchup. Yep, Gomes and Zach. And Chris. Chris and Panacho. Chris yep. and Panacho. So I'm 9-5. and five. Gomes is 9-5. and five. And I got to face Fryer. I'm nine and five, and somehow Panacho squeaks his way into the fucking playoffs, mm. and he's got to go against the guy who scored the least fucking points. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Funny how that works. Yeah. Uh, uh, Panacho, my luck. That's my luck. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you guys, I'm telling you, you guys weren't there Sunday, but before Jamar Chase did his thing, it was it was a it was a quiet afternoon. Oh yeah, and it happened, and I was like, all right. I was like, let's go. Let's gear up. This is playoff time. So, yeah. But then you missed one big snub, though, dude. You missed one snub. And I think this might be even more catastrophic than Jake's. But JV misses the playoffs after leading the league in points and having a bonafide wagon for a team and just can't find its way into the playoffs. It's complete BS. If I was him, I'd be beyond rip shit. It's awful. He's loaded and, and somehow didn't make it. If you tell me, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you told me a team with Cooper Cup, Leonard Fournette, Stephon Diggs doesn't make the postseason, I'd laugh at you. So now I'm laughing. Such a joke. And this is not unlike JV for some reason. Last year, because I remember thinking the same thing, and I brought it up on on the desktop. 2020, he didn't make the playoffs, and he was third in points scored. He had a good team. Wow. And he just kept getting outscored and uh and the difference between him and me is he doesn't complain about it so respect <laughs> respect to jv there yeah so we all bitch about being unlucky because someone got hurt or we got outscored by two points and we only- i mean i mean his like 98 a- he's out here dropping 120 and getting outscored <laughs> right here's the thing like i'm looking at his, his schedule week one is already a bad omen he puts up 126 he gets outscored 141 emerald 
Okay. Week two, he faces Brendan, who now finishes five and nine, loses 105 to 103. Oh. That's how he's oh. starting 0 2. Then he rattles off two straight wins after scoring 120 point games like he should. Then he faces me and he loses 115 to 113. Oh. Damn. And then he says, he says enough of this. Shit. He says, I'm just going to put up 162 against my dad. That's what he did. He won. Then he beats Gomes, scoring 117. And then, oh, Panacho's luck. He scores 81 points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who could 81 points. And Panacho puts up 114. He scores 97 against Jake Aronson. Jake Aronson puts up 122. Then Susan, oh, that's weird. Susan says he's got 60 points. And then and, and then uh, JV put up 124. Then he loses to Mason, putting up 70. Mm. He loses to Fryer, puts up 123. And then he loses to Gomes this week, who puts up 124. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, I know. It's Brutal. Great team, but the matchups, and it really comes down to the points scored against them. And even such a horrendous schedule like that, I still had the most points allowed this year, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh my God, you did! Wow. By another, by additional fifty points. Yeah, but um, those weeks that you were putting up fifty and sixty didn't have anything to do with it, right? Well, it wouldn't have mattered, wouldn't it? Would it have? Because if I put up a hundred, wouldn't have mattered. Guess we'll never know. Guess we'll never know. So now, stage is set for round one. Jake, this is why I had you on. You know, mm-hmm. you and me. This is this is the Red Sox Yankees. This is Army Navy. This is fucking Army Navy. The Nazis against the U.S. This, you know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't want to know which side I'm on. <laughs> well, <laughs> if Craig was here, we'd know. Sure, uh, Craig could spot a Nazi from a mile away. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, but here's the thing, and the way I foresee this going is um, we've had this is this will be our fourth playoff matchup, which I think is the most I've ever faced one person in the league. Um, I faced Panacho twice, I faced Souza once, I faced Jake Aronson twice, Zach once, Amaral once, my dad once, Fryer four times, two of those. Championship games where each of us has got the better of each other. And then obviously uh, you handed me a first round exit when Le'Veon Bell pulled my pants down. (laughs) This week, this week, it's time to even up the score. This week, it's time for me to do what Susan could. That's put you down. I'm going to take you out to the back. You're going to bark and I'm going to shoot you in the (laughs) ass. Jesus. That's the way you're going to kill me? That's the way I'm going to kill you. Right in the ass. Um, That's a tough way to go. Well, here's the thing, Jay. And, and Susan said this in the chat. She said, someone has to lose. Because apparently, I guess I'm the most fucking hated guy in the league. But I, no, I know I'm not. Because I, I know there's people in the league who would much oh, rather shit. see me succeed than Jake Fryer. Me succeed than Craig Heiler. Me succeed than Panacho. And you can't tell me that's not a lie. Because here's the thing, like the way the way it's for shaping, uh, or I should say, the way I how I've foreseen it, I'm facing Jake this week. Oh, I know. Last week I faced Craig. Okay, 
Nobody wanted Craig to win. Nobody wanted Craig to beat me to once again make the sure. playoffs and to have a chance to get a third championship. Nobody wants that. I dedicated that win to the league, for the people. <laughs> this week, I'm going to dedicate my win to the league again because nobody wants to see you have three championships, Jake. Nobody wants that. We cheer when Jake Fryer loses in the playoffs. When my dad beat you and knocked you out of the first round when you had your stack team with Lamar oh. Jackson. We were fucking singing Kumbaya, going like hand in hand. Like, it was Ding great. dong, the Witcher's dead. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so this week, I'll dedicate my win to you and the people and the league. Next week, because this is how the universe works, Chris being the number two seed, well, you know, least points scored. Now Odell Beckham Jr. on COVID list. And basically the news with Susan is going to be the COVID news. Susan, I just want you to rattle off who has COVID and who doesn't. Oh, yeah. But basically what's going to happen is Panache is going to find a way to advance against um, Chris, which is, is probably the most likely situation right now. And then I got to play Panacho. And again, nobody's going to want to see Panacho go to the championship. So I got to be the savior again. I got to be the people's champion. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be the people's champ for the league because I got to defeat guys who nobody wants to see win. And then for somehow, some way, it looks like, Maybe on the other side of the bracket, Brandon Gomes makes it to the championship. Nobody's going to want to see him get a third title. Again, I'll do it for the people. Souza, you you can just say what it is. I'll be your people's champion. I'll be the people's champ. This is terrible. Souza, that makes your skin crawl, doesn't it? This is terrible. Am I wrong, Souza? Am I wrong? This The the tree of how it's going to shake out, this is terrible. Uh. Chris needs to win it all. Playing Susan, Susan I mean, see, like you and Panacho, and then you and Gomes. It's like in oh, the scenario oh. I just laid out to you, of my, too. my possible three matchups. Tell me you wouldn't want me winning out of Fryer, Panacho, and Gomes. Okay. All right, Fryer. Let's do one at a time. I would. Let's hear oh. it. It's so hard. And obviously you and Panacho is even harder than, than this. Um, there's several things to weigh, like chirping, like who's going to talk the most, who has the most recent success. You guys Let's are- hear you rank each of those. So like <laughs> who would do the most chirping, Glenn or I? And then who would the, like each one? <laughs> so my chirping isn't to Susan. My chirping is not directed at you. I've already said what I need to say. You cost me 25 bucks. That's that. <laughs> you cost me 25 <laughs> This against me and Fryer, it's personal. The only trip I would be saying is to him. And somehow Craig would make some silly ass comment way down in the 13th seed. And I'd have to respond to him. <laughs> so go ahead. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like our league is, is interesting where we've gone through many years, but yet still most of the league hasn't won a championship. The championship has been in like five or six hands. Because Fryer, Gomes, and, and Craig twice, right? So, and me not having being one of me not being one of those names, I would I say this all the time. I'd rather have someone who's already won it win it again before someone new wins it, because that's just one more person that's won it before me. So in that case, uh, I guess I don't want Chris there. If it's between you and Panacho who have won it equally, well, you I choose between me and Fryer. I know. I think I'm I think I'm going backwards here. So I could go Gomes and Fryer for the sake that they they have it three times before you get it twice. Absurd. Maybe. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. maybe. When it comes to you and Panacho, uh, as much as... Glenn, when are you going to accept you're a league villain too? I'm you're not. not the people's champ. You're I'm a I am, I am, villain I'm, too. I, I'm there to dethrone. The, you ever heard the saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah. What you, Panacho, Gomes, you guys are all enemies. And I will be the one to take you all out. But you're also an enemy. So it's the enemy's 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 friend. Oh, There's no saying for that. <laughs> Another big part of it, which is why I think I'd rather have um, you beat Panacho, Glenn, is that it's when you're when you're banning against one person as the enemy, you make connections. Like like you just said, enemy enemy of my enemy is my friend. So like me and Panacho might not fight each other as much because we're just gonna we're gonna come together at the fact of hating Glenn's second championship, right? So in that case, I'd want you to beat Panacho because I wouldn't want Panacho to, to, to have that ammunition. I'd rather him be on the same level as me in terms of, wow, look at Glenn winning that championship again while we're sitting here with the, our dicks in our hands. So I'd rather, I'd rather have you beat Panacho. Between Fryer, man, that's tough. Probably. Love you, Susa. Well, that means a lot. But see, I talk to Glenn more. So I think I'd rather yeah. Fryer win, honestly. It's not even, I wouldn't it's not hear even, it as much. I wouldn't hear it as close. much. It's not even a conversation. When you, when you look at the league history, right, you look at the league history, the now that's in the, the ESPN app, you look at his average finish, it's third place. Yeah, it's insane. Mine's fourth place. Is this third place? Mine's fourth place. So, But the thing is, he's consistently, since maybe like the first two years in the league, consistently finished like top four. Yeah, he hasn't. I mean, the history goes back seven years, and he hasn't missed a, a playoff uh, playoff spot either. I don't know about before that, right? Before that, no, no, no. He's he's missed. Yeah, one before, year. before that, before that, I'm sure I missed. Like, uh, I think the first year of the league, I had a really bad team. I don't remember the oh, first. Oh, when like, he traded for years. dinner, right? I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. It. <laughs> that's right. How could we forget? Yeah. Yeah. How could we forget? Yeah, I think I'd rather have Fryer get three before Glenn gets two. Is, I don't like sad. I don't like the that's equal sad. distribution of championships if I'm not included. Pretty much is what I'm saying. Susan, which means Gomes would have to beat you too. Susan, you're losing your privilege right now. I'm saying you, you, you know I, I'm 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 extending my hand to you to be the people's champion of the league, and you're spitting in my face. You're booing me. You're throwing a thumbs down to me. See, you're already doing it. See, Fryer hasn't mentioned once. He hasn't dragged his balls over our face saying he's a two-time champ, but you keep calling yourself the people's champ, like rubbing your glory in our face. I don't like that. No, no, no. Yep. I'm your people's champ. What am I, a peasant and you're my king? What is this? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying, Susan. <laughs> that's what he's saying. I'm the guy that you can vicariously root through to take down the bigger evil. Maybe. <laughs> Well, I'll embrace my bigger evil. I fought the bigger evil after the first championship. And then after I won the second one, I caught a lot of, oh, he's passive aggressively, you know, chirping the league because I was silent. So then I yeah, said, oh, right, right. if I'm going to get chirped anyway, I'm just going to be a loudmouth. <laughs> well, this season, you've wanted me dead. You guys have cheered every player I traded for, like you said, got hurt. <laughs> traded for Chubb, he missed a few games. Traded for Sanders, he missed a few games. Ayuk, he actually played. Brown missed the rest of the season. Every guy I trade for Jones gets hurt. hurt. 
Jones got hurt. Jones missed games. I mean, everybody. Corey Davis, it wasn't even a trade I thought about. It was just a throwaway. Zach wanted to do it, out for the season. So I'm still here, and I'm going to embrace the villain role, Glenn. And I'm going to take your year that you make two beautiful trades, one with Jake Aronson, where love you, Jake, but you robbed him blind, and one with Borges, where you robbed him blind. And I'm going to take your beautiful storybook season, and I'm going to bring it to a quick and painful end this weekend. I like that. And I'm going to be losing going into Monday, and you're going to have to watch Dalvin Cook get five yards a clip slowly but steadily with his Tony Stark shoulder, and he's going to beat you. Not not 20 yards a clip like against me, just five. Yeah, no. Yeah, slow and steady like Allen Robinson beat you last year. You know, Glenn, we can look back. We don't beat each other twice in the same year. It's hard to beat the same team twice. I have the scouting report now. You have a lot of new guys, but I have the scouting report. And I'm back for revenge. You beat me twice. Is, 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 is really the guy you're going to root for, huh, Susan? Well, that was a good promo. Let's see what you got. This is really the guy you're going to root for. You would rather have this motherfucker right here get three championships after what he just said? Sad. I mean. No, 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 no. You, you already lost your privileges. You don't get to cheer for me no more. I'll leave it. I'll leave it to the rest of the It was league. a privilege to cheer for you. Yeah, you don't, you don't get that no more. You don't get that. You can join Craig. You can join Craig. And, and you can be on the boo club because uh, Craig all of a sudden has got fucking Jake's dick yes. on his tongue, down his throat, <laughs> balls wrapped against his chin in the oh chat. I was like, God. I was, I, felt like saying, I was like, this is disgusting. I felt, I felt like dirty. Like I didn't take a shower. I was like, this is a two-time champion who's ball washing like this. Show some respect, Craig. You're better than this. God no, damn. It's, it's, it's 100% <laughs> just being against you. And he is firmly on the on the wagon of Glenn's horseshoe. Is carries the craziest luck. It's real. He understands it. He felt the full force, and now he just wants that to end. Fryer's your opponent, therefore he has to root for Fryer. No, you guys. That's why. That's why. Susan, last I I said this. You get what you fucking deserve. Listen, you know when you <laughs> lost. Okay, that's what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. You're not making the playoffs because you, the, the, the disrespect that I have. Is this is a man truly hurt. <laughs> unwarranted. And, and it can't just be. Oh man, because my friend Glenn, he's so good. he's good at fantasy football. I, I I admire that. I want to be just like him. He's my hero. He instead, like, it's, like... instead it's oh jeez. There's a horseshoe up his ass. Ah, oh, Glenn bullshit strikes again. Oh, geez, guys. Imagine if I had that luck. No, There's a- it can't be luck for 10 straight years. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. It can. It's not all luck. You have good teams. You make trades. But there's it's a very factors. good trader. There's always there's a huge luck element to fantasy in general. Matchups in terms of who you're facing in fantasy and who your players are facing. And you just have a really good track record in that department. We're going to, we're going to do a poll here after, after this podcast is over, I'm going to ask the league. Oh, who is an public enemy. Number one in the Westport fantasy football league. And we're going to count the Ooh, votes. I like that. And we're going to count. Why don't you put it in the group chat now? Maybe we'll have an answer by the end of the episode. I'll do it. I like it. All right. How are we going to do this? Is it going to be anonymous? Or just like list the names and have people thumbs it, thumb it up? Yeah, I'll give, I'll give the top four names of people who I think would be public enemy number one. All right, so 
You'd think it's me with the way everyone just shits <laughs> on me for no fucking reason. I'm not even a threat. I told yet, you. I told everyone you. Everyone just loves it, to pile it on. I told you it's the disrespectfulness. <laughs> it's the dis- you, you say disrespectful shit. Oh, I don't. On, that gets on our nerves. Maybe to you. With you're, luck, the one, but- you're the one who initiated <laughs> The Glenn because I'm not even a fucking threat. <laughs> uh, me and Mason collectively. And this stemmed all the way back to pool at Panachos, mini golf. Fantasy is just another example. Sad. It's sad what it is. That you gotta Only. that you're gonna you're gonna try your best to degrade someone else's success. You can't just applaud them for what they do. You gotta do everything you can to scratch and claw, diminish everything, every hard thing I work for. Not I in- applaud. Your you. skill. Oh, you join Craig. You lose your privileges rooting for the people's champ. Now, I will. The, I didn't the, finish. The JVs, the Jake Aronsons, the Brendans, I, they got their privileges still. They haven't disrespected me like you have, like Craig has. I, I'll be their people's <laughs> champion. They deserve it. Glenn, let's also, in addition to that, who's public enemy number one, I want to hear a who are you rooting for Glenn or Jake post in that group chat too. I want to mm-hmm. see how, how many of these people are on your side. I think it's everybody. If I had to guess, I'll go with saying that Sousa's voting for me now. If it was, it would be Sousa, it would be Craig, and it would be Panacho, and that's it. Oh, uh, rooting for you? Yeah, I think everyone else would root for Glenn. I honestly see Glenn and Panacho, they have a strong mutual respect for each other. I think Glenn, I mm-hmm. think Panacho would be on Glenn's side. I think they, mm-hmm. they so both they have two votes. You know, they both have one championship. They're both consistent. They both hate you for having two chips and being good <laughs> uh, consistently as well. So I think he's gonna vote for Glenn. I'll th- so okay. Susan, because you're so fucking egotistical, I'll throw your name in the hat. Public enemy oh my god! Around. Come on, I'm gonna get so many <laughs> thumbs up for no reason. Oh, who did that? Who did that? Panacho already voted me. Get my name out of there. I said public enemy number one, the Westport <laughs> Fantasy Football <laughs> League. Like to cast your vote. One vote, Sousa. All right, we'll see what happens as it goes on. I don't know Jake, what it is. Jake, I'll post that question. Like I said, after the podcast, we'll let this one roll to see what 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 goes. But I will post that question. Sure. Who are you rooting for between myself and you? Because we got some, we actually got to talk some fantasy football. Okay. Susa, like I said, I don't know if you want to do the news or not. Basically, who has COVID? Who doesn't? Who's hurt? This and that. Everyone's got COVID. There's no news. There's no news to do, Susa. Okay. Um, yeah, biggest thing right here is McCaffrey has COVID. Yeah, adding to the curse. <laughs> like some something you don't like has no. Uh, no relevance to fantasy. He's out for the season. I saw that. They had to tell us. Yeah, I was like, why? That's like that's like pissing on someone's grave. Like, why would you? I why know. Would you even tell us that. I added that. I'm doing the power rankings right now, and I did add that on Mason's thing. It was just like, just because Mason had him, you got to twist that knife. Yep. And the first pick curse. Yep. Uh, Odell has COVID. Um, the Rams have closed their facility. This is, there's an outbreak in in LA the Rams so we got to watch out for Cup Odell has it um, you got to watch out for Stafford and um, the running backs too either Sony Michelle or Henderson but I think that's Henderson's it already got it right Who? I think Henderson had it last week yeah oh Alexander Madison 
Yeah, I think Henderson. He had got it. So watch out Ramsey. for Cook. Watch out. Watch out for Maybe Cook. they were kissing yep. each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh! I think they're like, watch out for Cook. Now that Madison's not there, no, 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 no. what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for for that. Uh, Michael Carter is expected to return. Remember him on the Jets? Oh, back. Pinacho's luck. Jeez. Yep, Pinacho's luck. Hey, he's got some too. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. not gonna say he doesn't. Um, Hopkins limped for some reason. He could be he could be hurt. We'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Josh Gordon caught a touchdown last week. That was pretty cool. Nice. McCarthy cool. feels a lot better about Tony P. Who missed last week. <clears throat> Good. I'd love nothing more than Tony P, the guy who Fryer traded me. Mm. And Fryer sees. I hope he oh man. Imagine if Tony P drops like a 20 burger. Oh man. <laughs> Damn. That would hurt. Oh, that's that so I was I was bad. thinking about starting Ramondre Stevenson too, just to just to put it out there, but uh, <laughs> put them both out there. I, I could. Emmanuel Sanders knee likely out for this week. Uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. No, he's on a 13 seed team. It doesn't matter. Oh, more Rams. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby on the COVID list right now. Uh, they 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 missed last night as a result of that. So we're gonna see. They could probably make it through the week if if they're fine, because this all the way from Sunday. They yeah, it's, it's plenty crazy. of time to clear it. But it's crazy the protocol for those who are vaccinated and those who are unvaccinated. Yeah, like if you're unvaccinated, it's like you're already declared out. Like you don't I think it's like ten days at least right. if you're unvaccinated. Well, if you're vaccinated, you just gotta be negative for two tests. With 24 hours apart, so within two days you could be gone. While unvaccinated is 10 days. Wild. Um, Lamar Jackson has an ankle sprain, not a high ankle sprain. He indicates there are well, Harbaugh indicates that um, there are plans for Jackson to be out there Sunday, but we'll see where it goes. That's Ooh, what he said. Interesting for Zach. Mm. Lions are hopeful to get Hawkinson and Swift back. Ooh. Yep. Swifty. Just in time for JV. Just and Brendan. Yeah, big cock cock. DJ cock. Moore is day-to-day with a hamstring injury. Monitor that. Kareem Hunt is unlikely to play Saturday. The Saturday games begin. Uh, he had an MRI on something. His ankle. You, you got anybody Saturday, Jake? Mm, Raiders and Pats, Colts, no. Browns? Raiders, Browns. Oh, well, Hooper. I mean, you're going to get to Hooper. Oh yeah, the Browns next. also went into lockdown today. They got a bunch of COVID guys. Hooper's one of them. Good thing you reminded him because he wasn't going to get to Hooper. Oh, the Browns, uh, Landry, Hooper, Wyatt Teller all have uh, COVID too. It's crazy. So who are you going to start instead? Everett, Gerald Everett. Yeah, he got just touchdowns too. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Fun. Ramsey comes back. He shuts down DK Metcalf. Wilson's got to go somewhere with it. Tyler Lockett. Yep. <laughs> Everett gets two points. <laughs> yep. <laughs> two yards right. and a touchdown. That's tight um, ends for you. Melvin Gordon suffered a sprained thumb, but it doesn't figure to limit his playing going forward. So Javante will just get 20 points and no more. Um, Josh Allen has turf toe. Ooh. Mm. Watch out for that. That's not good for I have Josh. Juggernaut. I have stock in him. That sucks. And I think that's all I got. Oh, um, the Chargers, Chargers expect Connor. Keenan Allen to come back from COVID this Thursday. What about the touchdown leader in the league, 
James Conner. Last night. Uh, Got a boo-boo. Uh, uh, David <laughs> Harris is limited to open the week. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. I don't see it. Hold on. Why isn't it on this list? Uh, Arizona Cardinals running back James Conner, ankle, undergoing an MRI exam on his ankle on Tuesday. According to Cliff Kingsbury, um, yeah, watch out for that. Bad trade. Bad trade. Bad trade. Well, Eckler got an limited practice too. Oh, yeah, Damian Harris. I'll tell you what. If Damian Harris, you know, keeps practicing, but he's limited, he'll probably play. But if he's out, you bet your ass I'm starting Ramondre Stevenson. Rush off a bye. If he's out, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, Coast Coast off Coast Coast isn't good. And it's in Indianapolis, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's the news. We'll yeah. find something significant later. Good job. Seller Stars of the Week brought to you by Red Rumble. Vibrators finish the job of your man or woman. Started week 14. Gentlemen. Uh Stellar Stars. I, I gotta go with the man, the myth, the legend, the person that everyone predicted to go off this week. Uh, that's Rashad Penny from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Rashad Penny with a career day. And, yes, I mean career. Like, he's never had a game even close to this. Scores 26.3 fantasy points and half-point PPR, 137 rushing yards, two TDs, one reception for one yard. But it's still not enough for Mason to advance. Uh, prayers in the chat from Mason. But Rashad Penny – that's a hell of a lot better than starting Matt Burrito, so I give him props. We, this oh, is, yeah. You know, like, uh, Susan, when at the end of the year, when guys in fantasy, they kind of trend upwards, and then it carries over to the next season. We saw that with Derrick Henry a few years back. Mm. So, you know, a little bit maybe with Jonathan Taylor, you know, this and that. Maybe this is going to be Mason's trend. Maybe Mason will start making good fantasy moves, oh. and that'll trend him into a fantasy, you know, guy who's actually respectable. It, New Mason. Right. Yeah, he – Rashad Penny, what a play. I mean, you see the ESPN videos like, oh, is Rashad Penny a, a key pickup this week? He was started in our league. Yeah. Like that's how 14-man leagues are. Um, he also started Falcons D right a freaking pick six. And Jarvis Landry's catching touchdowns and Ben Jefferson's catching touchdowns and Marvin Jones gets 10 points for the first time all year. Um, but yet he's still lost. So is this really New Mason? Find out. He had a great game. 116 is great, but he still lost because that's Mason. He's goal. missing his top three players, though. Who, no CMC, no Keenan Allen, no Darren Waller. That's rough. I think that's Keenan true. Allen would be back. Yeah, but last week. I, oh, last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Adding like, to, he still put up 100 points luck. without all those guys. So I'm saying, might be turning the corner. Might be turning the corner. Susie, your style side of the week? Oh, yeah. My Stella Star of the Week is oh, – come on, man. I had it. Yep. Not ready. No, nope. unprepared. Devontae Adams. Here we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams against the Bears had 10 receptions for 121 yards and two touchdowns, 13 targets, 29.1 fantasy points. His second best game of the year. He was on bye last week, the week before that, 14 points. So you're kind of waiting to see another big game from him. And he did it, 29 crazy-ass points. And he's great. 
He is the wide receiver four, and you can't be surprised. Nope. I don't know. Devontae is that dude, and sucks he's on Gomes' team. Yeah. Jake, you're stellar star of the week. It is no longer on Gomes' team. It is mm. the man that won me my matchup this week, the chef himself, Dalvin Cook. He had 27 carries, and this is not an ad for PB&J Lou because those holes were huge. Oh, And he put up 205 yards and two TDs. So he also tossed in a catch for 17 yards, just had a little salt in the wound. Yeah, the so he started me off with a crisp 35 to get the week rolling. Wild. Wild because I don't think that first half of – the Steelers, Vikings, I don't think I've ever seen a football team, an NFL team, play worse than the Steelers did. It was like, it was like Moses was parting the Red Sea, and Dalvin Cook was just fucking running. Right, I was like, they're not gonna stop this guy. He didn't he have thirty first half points, or like 25, I know 27, yards. I think. And both the scores, so yeah, it's close. Yeah, crazy. The first then, half. <laughs> yeah, he better not do that shit on Monday. Yeah, I. Oh, I'm sorry. I was watching, I, saw, I was on Instagram and they, they had like a multiple video post of like his big runs and I was watching one of them and I literally had to, happen so quick, I had to screen record it so I could go through it like frame by frame because as soon as the ball was snapped, there was like three gaping holes and I had to <laughs> screen record it and go frame by frame to see like, did they have like the right amount of players on the line? Like who was blocking who? Who was going after the running back? Because it was there are so, 11 guys on the field. Yeah, the lane was so wide open. I did not know how. Like, as soon as the ball was snapped, it was just open. I was like, what happened? And it, it was, it was absurd. Terrible. And you think they would have adjusted. But, no, they let him run for 200 yards. And uh, and it's crazy. And, and just to, to compare my luck with Glenn's. There it is. There it is, man. Here it comes. Same game. I get shredded by Dalvin Cook while Justin Jefferson, who's going against Glenn, gets – 15 targets is most all year has a less than 50% catch rate because I don't know, seven receptions on 15 targets. So all they could do was run with Dalvin cook because that's just the way the cookie. Cause I don't know. Cause I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know. It's that Kirk cousin fucking blows. Oh, I said it. It's the magnet has, has no, the horseshoe has a but magnetic pull and the ball just, yeah. It was slightly pushed like an inch because of the horse. Kirk doesn't he just blow too it. much, though, Glenn, does he? I mean, he just blows good enough. Kind of like right now, Craig is just blowing you good enough. But he, yeah. he, he, he yeah. can do a little more. Um, yeah. Kirk blows just good enough for K.J. Osborne to yep. catch a 62-yard touchdown. Honorable mention, star star of the week, K.J. Actually, double honorable mention, fucking Craig Reynolds, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, uh, Craig started Walter, and then he started Jermar Jefferson. Um, I had Tony Pollard in my lineup. He got declared out. was a game-time decision. I was like, fuck, Stevenson's on by. I got to start Zach Moss. Put him in my lineup. He's inactive, healthy scratch. I don't have a running back. I looked to the waiver wire in a 14-man league by week 14 where everyone's depleted, everyone's hurt. Fucking fifth-string running back of the Detroit Lions, Craig Reynolds, Welcome to the burgers. What was he projected for when you saw when you saw him out there? I think he was projected for like five, five, six points. Man, because there was two other backs, one on Craig's team, one on your dad's team, that was like nine points and like eight. So yep. I can't imagine he was projected for anything. And then I'm looking, you know, the Broncos game starts with the Lions. 
Uh, Unga Bunga was out there, the guy that my dad has. And then um, I'm looking, I'm like, what number is that? I was like, that's 46. That's Craig Reynolds. First carry of the game, he rips off like a seven-yard run. I was like, let's go. Let's go. And they kept feeding Craig Reynolds. And I was like, he's doing pretty good. I'm looking at Craig's guy. I'm like, what number is he? He ain't even on the fucking field. I mean, that just goes to show, right? The yeah. fifth string picked up an hour before the game. No one even gave him a second look. See, it's just yeah. things that things that guys like Craig just overlook. You think you can just start any jabroni without doing your research. See, I, I had I had about research. You were desperate for I had, about, I had about 30 seconds of research <laughs> to make my decision on Craig Reynolds to put oh, him in the game. Man. So I mean, call it what it is. Yeah. Osborne like matching Jefferson on three receptions. You picking the fifth string Lions running back, beating his running back on the same team. It's crazy. I can, I can, you can understand the hate he has for you. He put up 77 points. It's not like he dropped 120 like you or whatever you had, 107, and then get outscored, you know, 140. So he put up 77, Susan. His team sucks. It sucked all year. What, what, what's the big secret? He had like, two zeros, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's his fault. His decision. He decided to start those guys. Why he wouldn't start Daryl Williams, I don't fucking know. Why he wouldn't start uh, Devin Singletary, who's had all year two, I don't know. He decided to start a four-stringer on the lines instead of a starting running back and Devin Singletary. Yeah, and he traded Amari Cooper for Metcalf. Yeah, good move that week, too. And again, like I, I got no sympathy for, for shit like that. You get what you fucking deserve. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> I like it. Um, that was Stellar Stars of the Week. Brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finished the job that your man or woman started. Susan, you got to do it because Mason is not here. Okay, I got this. Hopefully the mic picks it up because when I did it twice last time, my voice was shot the rest of the day. <clears throat> we are moving on to the... Of the week, brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Got to use Got to use it. Who fucked yeah, us this to. week? Who fucked us this week, Susie? You tell us. Well, it wasn't us. It oh. was Brendan. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Brendan got fucked by none other than James Robinson. Damn. He played. He played. 85, he got 85% of the backs carries. I'm going to give you the, the snap percentage right now. 64% of the snaps. He touched the ball six times and got four yards. And that was it. No receptions, no nothing. Six for four, and there's no injury news, nothing like that. The, the, the blurb is... Not only was game script working against them, but Robinson is stuck on one of the worst offenses in all of football. Sucks. Yep. Sucks to suck. So, James Robinson, this one goes to you. Fuck of the week. Love Less that. than a point. Less than a fucking point. Man. He's, still, I, still more points than Walter. <laughs> and he's no Craig Reynolds. Yeah, no was he our fuck of the week last week? Because he had two points, and I want yeah, to say he was. He was yeah. back to back fuck of the week. Might be fuck of the year. Just kidding. I think there's there's somebody worse than him. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go into uh, pigskin pickle. Fry, you've been keeping up with the pigskin pickums or what? I haven't. No, I did like the first four weeks, and then bailed, flailed mm -hmm. out. 
Well, then you realize you couldn't hang with uh, ESPN 47, 32, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, he's up yeah, six the, guy, games. the guy who's in first that you guys that you're trying to beat. Yeah, dude, I had, a, I, I had a lead on him like three weeks ago, and then he just said, oh, "Hold on," he said, "I got, I got a." Now he's up six games. Yeah. Oh Go my ahead. god. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be between me and him. Jake Anson lost a few games too this week. I got five games on him. Souza is. I'm dog. terrible at this. And let's see, we got Craig Mason. Jake Aronson. All right, pick skin pickums for week 15. Thursday night, Jake, keep your eyes glued because my quarterback, a guy yep. who I shouldn't have traded for because the quarterback I had has been better the past two weeks. But whatever. Anyway, people like to forget that note. They just they, they just like to say how I was Glenn Bosey, you fuck Brandon. Why can't I do that? He hasn't Mahomes just hasn't <sighs> been as good as Burrow has. Since I've traded for Mahomes, that's fact. I don't care what you say. I don't care what Craig says. It's factual. I'm not lying. I, never, I don't lie about fantasy. I told you this. But anyways, Thursday, my quarterback in the Kansas City Chiefs is going to L.A. face the Chargers. Big game. AFC West division title implications on the line. The Chiefs win this. They got two games on the Chargers with uh, three games left. And if the Chargers win... They nod things up with the Chiefs, but have the head-to-head tiebreaker beating them twice. What we got on Thursday night? I want to root for the Chargers, and I will be rooting for the Chargers, but I can't pick the Chargers in a big game. I know they already beat the Chiefs this year, but it just it it feels like a team like for years that has always find, found a way to lose big games. And so I don't think this is a game, knock on wood, that Mahomes goes nuts. I mean, the, the Chargers have an incredible pass defense and a really bad run defense. It's not like the Chiefs have a great run game, but I do think the Chiefs do enough to win this game on the road. I'll pick the Chiefs. I don't think Mahomes will go nuts either, but he'll be serviceable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope. I, and if he gets like less than yeah. 15, that's going to suck to start my week. But um, I'm picking the Chiefs. Chiefs have found themselves now. They're starting to roll. At the beginning of the season, we make jokes. It was fun. We knew the Chiefs would be there in the end. Um, they looked like shit to start the season. They figured it out. They're now demolishing teams, and they're looking like the Kansas City Chiefs powerhouse at AFC. They're going to beat up on the Chargers this week. They need a revenge game. This is it. This is where Mahomes, Andy Reid, Chiefs defense puts their foot down. And, um, yeah. Hey, Sousa, go fuck yourself. I voted for Glenn Public Enemy number one. Oh, I got to vote. I love it. Um, I'm picking the Chiefs too. Their defense has stepped it up a lot, and um, and like Friar said, Chargers love to lose games, or they love to shit themselves. Uh, Craig has said, and it worked this year earlier that uh, Mike Williams loves to torch the Chiefs D. So here's to Mike Williams to torch the Chiefs D this week. Because Mike need- Williams game. Uh, moving on to Saturday. Saturday, we got games of football. Saturday at 4.30 afternoon, we got the Raiders going to Cleveland to face the Browns. Raiders now falling to 6-7, and seven, under 500. Had a promising start to the season, but now they've drifted off back into mediocrity. Going to the Browns, who are 7-6, coming off a big win against the Baltimore Ravens. Browns kind of trying to keep the playoff hopes alive in the AFC. Home game against the Raiders. Give me the Browns. Same. 
Dick? I'm not going to go to the Browns. Oh. They got a lot of guys in the COVID protocol already. Key players like Landry, Hooper, Wyatt Teller. We got Kareem Hunt, who's hurt. Baker Mayfield has been disappointing all year. And it's another team that I want to love them. Glenn, we, we always talk about how much we both love the Browns. Maybe the one thing in football we could both agree on. But they keep losing big games this year. Um, and the Raiders uh, have as many bad games as they do good games. But I think they might get a good one this weekend and a bounce back after that brutal loss to the Chiefs. I'll go Raiders. Mm, I think all the injuries on the Browns side of the ball. Uh you got you to rely on your good players. You got to rely on Nick Chubb. Chubb gets dubs. You got to rely on Jarvis Landry. You got to rely on Peoples Jones, who's emerging mm-hmm. as a wide receiver in the Browns offense. Uh, Chris is going to rely on him this week. So hopefully he yeah. gets his. Then Saturday night, wait, did you pick the Browns, Susan? Yes. Yep. And then you, okay, okay. Saturday night, again, big AFC matchup. The New England Patriots, number one seed in the AFC. Can you believe it? Seems it's like crazy, this time really. this time last year, we were, ah, Bill sucks, dude. We got fucking a shit team with Cam Newton. Look at Tom Brady. Look what he's going to do. Man, I wish we had a quarterback. Well, a year later, you drafted a rookie, Mac Jones, and now look here, number one seed in the AFC. So I hope everybody who jumped off the Patriots bandwagon last year stays the fuck off. Of course, it's <laughs> not going to happen. It's not what Patriots <laughs> do. But it's not what any fans do, but... Eh. Patriots no four. We're going to, we're going to Patriots nine and four going to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Colts ain't no slouch. I'm still picking the Patriots on the road to get the dub. Yep. Yeah, I am too. And I think Vegas has them as dogs. At least they opened up as dogs. Um, but I'm going to take the Pats too. You betting? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not betting anymore now that Susan cost me 25 bucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would need as much money as Panatra to bet. He's got $25. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Sunday. You got the Carolina Panthers Wait, at five. What? I haven't gotten my $25 from Panacho yet. Oh, I got look a at that. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. I'll request them. Huh. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, vote for me. Huh? <laughs> Moving on to Sunday, you got the Carolina Panthers going to Buffalo Bills, who uh, kind of, I guess, lost a heartbreaker to the Bucks last week. Uh, they needed that win. It looked like the Bucks were going to choke. And then the refs uh, bail out the Bucks yet again, Tom Brady. And <sighs> Buffalo Bills are now 7-6, and six, two games behind the Patriots in the AFC East. Now they're struggling to keep the playoff hopes alive. Can they get right against the Panthers? Yes. Give me the Bills. Yes. Yep. yep. New York Three. Jets, 3-10, and 10, going to Miami, coming off a bye. It's hot down there, Susan. Things are heating up in Miami. Mm. Now it's 6-7. and seven. So give me the Dolphins. Me too. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wanna, I want to pick them so bad. <laughs> I got to go Dolphins. Dolphins Thank are building you. something. Whew. That's what they do. Flores does that. They build for a handful of games and suck for the other handful. And next year, they'll give them the job again. And they'll do the same thing. Right. Washington, Washington football team, after claiming they want Dallas, in fact, did not want Dallas. Uh, now coming off a loss, they're 6-7 and seven, tied with the Eagles. Uh, Taylor Heineke gets banged up, and Terry McLaurin on concussion protocol don't have their studs against the Eagles coming off bye. Give me the Eagles at home. Me too. Me too. Hopefully Jalen and their defense do something against you, Glenn. I hope Miles Sanders scores 30 points. 
<laughs> that would bench. suck. That would not be <laughs> that great. Suck. Arizona Cardinals. Play them. Uh, go ahead. You don't have the stones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Although I really do want to bench Claypool. I think Claypool strictly did that stiff at what you know, whatever, stick the arm out, show off the first down just because he knew he got me a few points on my fantasy team because there's no logical reason he did it on the football. When he celebrated, I was like, What are you doing? They're gonna stick the ball. That's why Juju Smith Schuster shouldn't be your mentor. Right. (laughs) Arizona Cardinals at 10 and 3, now coming off a loss to the Rams. We don't know who the best team in the NFL is, but we know this the Lions might be the worst team in the NFL. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, how many ones are in their record? Yeah. It's a lot. One and eleven and one. Crazy. Can't believe you root for this team, Susan. Give me the, give me the Cardinals. Yeah, me too. As a diehard fan, Susan. That's embarrassing. Cardinals. Yeah, one oh o'clock. You got the Cowboys at nine and four, traveling on the Giants at four and nine. Giants still don't have Daniel Jones. He's been uh, hasn't been cleared to play yet. It'll be another Mike Glennon game. Cowboys. Looking to uh, fine-tune. The offense hasn't looked that good. Dak Prescott hasn't looked that good in a handful of games. Obviously, Zeke's banged up, hoping to get Tony Pollard back. But the defense, Micah Parsons, might be defensive player of the year, along with defensive rookie of the year. Cowboys, give me the boys. Boys by a billion. Susan? My bad. My mic was muted. Oh. Yeah, Cowboys for sure. Sure. Cowboys for sure. Tennessee Titans at nine and four, traveling to Pittsburgh, face the six, six, and one Pittsburgh Steelers. Titans at nine and four is a tough one. I'm picking the Steelers. Are you? No. I'm not buying the Titans here. I think they both suck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. It's hard. I'm picking the Steelers at home because Deontay, not Claypool, because of Deontay. Deontay. But if Claypool does have a good game, you're damn sure everyone's going to know in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me me the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Titans. Their defense is coming off a shutout. Big Ben is washed up. They just got to fight off that one good quarter of game that Big Ben has. I'm going to go with the Titans on the road. Mm-hmm. Steelers, right? Oh, did you say Steelers? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Steelers. Uh, he, oh, my God. In the battle of suck, Houston Texans at 2-11 and 11 <laughs> face the Jacksonville Jaguars at 2-11. Give me the Texans. Give me, yeah, give me, me, uh, <laughs> give me Dirk Mitchell. Texas. <sighs> For sure. Texans. Derek Mitchell? Dirk Mitchell. Davis Mills, Dirk Mitchell, same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that started, but that's his Mason, nickname. Mason started. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll go Houston too, I guess. That's tough. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals coming off a heartbreaker against the 49ers, now at 7-6. and six. Face the Broncos, got an upswing momentum at 7-6. and six. Big AFC payoff implications for this game. Um Give me the Broncos at home. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. They got good defense, and they got Javante Williams. Yeah, I don't love that you both picked them because that means we're all going to agree, but I think Broncos at home too. Joe Burrow in the cold mile high, that's scary. Why can't we all agree? 
Yeah. Is it? Oh. Doesn't, isn't that the thing where in a Greece, typically it's the other thing that wins? That's true. Oh. I, do that. I do that a lot when Susan Mason picked the same one. Um, Falcons at six and seven. Travel to San Fran to face the 49ers at seven and six. Give me the Niners at home. Yeah. I wouldn't Is be surprised. Get another 30 point game. Who? Kittle, Kittle? and I get another 30 point game. He's been rolling. Kittle's been better than Kelsey. He has been way better. How many 30 point games on the Kelsey? year? Not on the year, but I mean, as the past of late, two weeks, he's been better than most quarterbacks. That's true. Andrews is better than Kid, uh, than Kelsey on the year. I think si- since Kittles came back from injury, Kittles been the best tight end by far. I think he's had a touchdown in every game since. He's one of the best players since he came back. Period. For real. Before that, he was spotty, and now all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm good." Yeah, it's probably steroids. <laughs> um, oh, TDs. Yeah, for sure, he's gonna be suspended next year. Right. Don't draft them. Green Bay Packers at 10 and 3 now hold the number one seed in the NFC, and they're going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. What do we say, boys? Packers. Give me the pack. Packers, because we don't know if Lamar Jackson's playing or not. And if he is, he might be hobbled with an ankle sprain. I don't even care if he's 100%. Packers are going to beat up on the Ravens. Seattle Seahawks at five and eight travel to LA to face the Rams. What do you think? I think the Seahawks suck for some reason. Yeah, they're yep. just not good. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if it's Pete. I don't know if it's Russ. I don't know what it is. But give me the Rams. Coming off a me big too. win against Arizona. Even though half the team's on COVID or has COVID. Sunday night football. Yeah, I kind of want to pick the Hawks, but they just suck so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. But you I mean, haven't made Rams, your pick yet. <laughs> I haven't made my pick yet. Sorry. I was You're doing good. Sunday night jingle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go Rams too. All right. I, I could have, yeah. I could have told you you were picking the Rams. It feels like a game, though. Doesn't it feel like a game where you'd want to pick the team the Rams are playing? They're coming off a huge win on Monday night, have a ton of guys that are going to be out. It just seems like like they, it's their first big win since week three. Like it feels like the other team is the way you'd want to play that game, but the Seahawks just suck. Yeah. And I think if any other year with the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, and the divisional yeah. game against the Rams, I, I, I see your point, but the Seahawks are just so bad. Rams yeah. now finally realizing they got a chance at the division after beating the Cardinals. So we'll see. Uh, Sunday night football, we got the Saints at six and seven going to Tampa Bay or 10 and three. Tampa Bay, no question. Mm-hmm. Even, even though even though the Saints play uh, Brady pretty well, people forget Saints beat the Bucks earlier this year. It is it's true. Revenge game. People With forget. Winston. People forget the Saints beat the Bucks twice in the regular season last year, but the Bucks then returned the favor hmm. in the postseason. Obviously, the Saints have beat the Bucks, the Pats, and the Packers this year. Crazy. Not the Cowboys. Not the Cowboys. Monday Night Football, get the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Chicago to face the Bears. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, every time I pick the Vikings, they upset me. They hurt me. Internally. I'm picking them. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to pick them. Yeah, two teams that love to lose. I'll go Vikes, too. Yeah. Total amount of points scored on Monday night. Got to be 69. So I'm going with that. 
And then for week 14, round one of the playoffs, we got to get a special kind of lighter here. So we're going to fucking sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Dur Burgers. And yes, the burgers are good. But for one more, one more, one more time for Jake, are the burgers good? Dur? Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Good job. Thank you, thank you. Sizzling hot takes for week 15, boys. What do we say? I got one. Go ahead. I think, and it kind of hinges on Connor taking a back seat, but I think you see if he's if he's out, but I'll go either way. If he's out though, Chase Edmonds coming back this week. Cliff said as much. I say he's a top five running back this week in a cakewalk matchup against the Detroit Lions. Damn, Chase Edmonds. Damn. Give, give me a number for how many points you said top five. But I want, I want, I want. I like seeing things. I like numbers. I like statistics. Sure, sure. I'll give you twenty-one points on multiple touchdowns. He'll have two touchdowns. Like that. Two TDs for Chase Edmonds. That's hot. Hmm. That's hot. I don't know. Has he scored two TDs all year? Like in the same game? We'll see right now. He Chase Edmonds? Yeah. Has not. He has one touchdown the whole season. Yeah. He's going to get two in this game. That's hot. Susan, what do you say? I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. They're in Denver, mile high, air's thinner, ball can travel farther. I think Burrow is going to be slinging it to the likes of Jamar Chase to T, Mr. T Higgins. I think he's going to ball out. And he's going to prove Glenn wrong to why he traded him. Glenn's going to have more ammunition to back himself up and say, guys, I clearly lost the trade. Look at how well Burrow's doing. Burrow, I think, is going to get 350 yards and four touchdowns. How many to T? How many to T? Oh, my God. That's right. You got him, don't you? Yeah, Glenn said he stinks. One, one. one to T. Chase will get two. T will get one. And it's either going to be Boyd, Uzama, or Mixon. No, not Boyd. Uzama or Mixon with a receiving touchdown. He's going to have he's going to have 20. I'm already calling it because this is just how the way that the universe works. The whole season when I owned Joe Burrow, I was trying to get T. Higgins from Gomes. And Gomes kept overhyping him, you know, doing this and that. I'm like, dude. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm reading you. T. Higgins' best game is like 13 points. I'm not going to trade you a fucking Deontay Johnson or somebody else for T. Higgins. It's not happening. So we never settled on the deal. And then I was like, okay. I go to face Gomes. T. Higgins gets a swift kick in the ass. All of a sudden, he's balling out. Scores 20 points, highest point to that season. T. Higgins drops 20 against me um, Thanksgiving weekend. And then the following week, he follows it up, another 20-point performance. And I'm like, hmm, wow. And then he gets traded. Well, I think the following week, no, he got traded to Jake's team and follows it up with a 20-point performance. And now yep. T. Higgins is just is, is the greatest wide receiver in the league. That's oh, yeah. just how, that's that's just how it works. Yep. So, so the way it works this season where I tried to for, trade for T. Higgins, I couldn't get him. Now you add that to him being on Friar's team. Then you add that to Friar facing me this week. It's just it's not lining up good. I thought it's not going to be Dalvin Cook who gets 35. It's going to be T fucking Higgins who gets 35. T might get 30. Aaron Jones might get 35. Oh, we talked about him. I keep forgetting about him. 
He's, and I don't know why. He's the, flex spot. He's the he one guy. Him. He's the one guy I shouldn't forget about. No. You wanted Javante all season. You wanted him. You wanted T. Higgins all season. You wanted Hurts all season. And you hate Aaron Jones. And all those guys are starting against you this week. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to go one of two ways. Either one way, those guys are going to prove why I wanted them all season because I believe in them. They're good players in fantasy. Or they're going to absolutely suck. And I'm going to be like, why the fuck did I ever want those guys? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be interesting. Round one is always fun, especially fun in the consolation, too, because everybody's planning to avoid that toilet bowl. After next week, it dwindles down. You got like you got about, I think, eight teams who don't play for anything. And mm. then keep going. And um, it's, 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 it's a great time. It's a great time to be in the playoffs. It's a great time to talk fantasy with you, Sousa, with you, Mr. Fryer. We'll talk to um, talk to Mason during the week. He should be back next week. I hope you feel better. But um, Mason, by the way, I don't know if we talked about it. He lost his matchup and lost his chance for the playoffs as well. Yeah, we talked about it again. Now you're just rubbing it in. Being a dick. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just want to make sure we talked about Mason. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, yeah, listen anyway. Predictions for round one of the playoffs in, our, in the Westport League before we wrap things up. We'll go. We'll start with start with the consolation. Let's start with the low of the low, which involves Craig. By the way, weird. Who could have saw it coming? Not me. Oof. I don't think Paracho, um updated that that yet. The consolation. No, because he has Jake Aronson facing Brendan in the bottom. Yeah, that's my commission. Anyways. Um, <laughs> So it looks like it's going to be Brendan versus Craig, 14 and 13. What do you think's happening there? You think, you think Craig's going to squeak it out? Or you think he's going to start Walter again? Um, I... They both have been up and down these past couple of weeks. Brendan scored 120 plus on me. Craig just scored 130, but they also scored dog shit in the same type of span. I think it's going to go Craig's way this week. Brendan gets his Miami players back, though, and Gaskin and Waddle. Something to keep note of. Gomes has Gaskin. Oh, I'm sorry. He has Waddle, Waddle and Ma- Dolphins D. Gomes and has um, Patriots, too. He has Jacoby Myers. Yep. And possibly Hawkinson. Possibly Hawkinson. So it says maybe McLaurin's going to play? He could if he passes concussion protocol. Yeah, I didn't talk about him, did I, in the news? Always oh. happens. Always happens. <laughs> Coach Ron Rivera said Monday that McLaurin has entered the concussion protocol. Um, he has several okay. steps to clear if he hopes to play. Um, I'll pick Craig. Yeah, I'll, I'll, pick, I'll pick Craig, too. I got to check Craig's team one more time. Because nothing's, nothing's going to be better. better. Nothing's going to be better than Craig winning this week, losing next week, and then going into the toilet bowl and losing that. And the way, the way <laughs> I want this to work, because – Craig and you, Susan, have been two two of the most disrespectful people in the league to me. Um, here, here's how I want this consolation ladder to go. So Craig, Craig's going to win this week. Susan, you're going to lose this week to Mason. Mason, this is this is Mason's time. Like I told you, his fantasy looks going to carry over and then swap over. So it looks like you're going to face um, Brendan next week. And then Brendan, that's when he's going to go off against you again like he did earlier in the season. Then you'll be in the toilet bowl. Craig will win this week. He'll face the loser of JV, Jake Aronson, whoever it is. And then Craig will lose in round two. And then we'll have a Sousa, Craig Hyler toilet bowl. And I'll say this is – no. 
know what I'm gonna say? You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> That's gonna be that. And then one way or the other. Someone's going to get the toilet. You have to be rooting for me to be Craig if that's the case, right? Hmm. Well, right, guys? I don't know. Maybe do a poll in the chat and then maybe I'll thumbs up your name or maybe I'll thumbs up Craig's name. I don't know. Glenn, you'll have plenty. If that happens, you'll have plenty of time to think about it. I, do, I will. I will. I'm really, the thing is, oh, oh. You won't have your team to worry about. You will. Like you said, you will. <laughs> that's good. You set, you set me up there. I walked right into that. Bastard. <laughs> No, the thing is, it, it, it really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter if it's you, if it's Craig. I just don't want it to be Mason again. I would honestly, it, it, it diminishes what the toilet bowl is supposed to mean if Mason keeps fucking getting it every year. Would you rather have JV over Mason? I'd rather have JV over Mason to show how bad fantasy luck can be. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I want anybody but Mason to get the toilet bowl because if Mason gets it, like I said, I won't enjoy it. I won't enjoy it. Anybody but Mason. Gomez. Um, JV and Jake Aronson makes sense that JV wins. He's got the better team. JV avoids the toilet bowl this week, moves on to the consolation. I know we don't do a prize anymore, but uh, JV, at least to save his season somehow, wins this week. Jake Aronson's losing streak continues, and then he's got to win next week or he's back in the toilet bowl. Let's move on to uh, the winner's bracket. So we'll start with the first matchup, Brandon Gomes and Zach Aronson. Zach have a chance as an upset here against Gomes? He has a chance. He definitely needs Lamar to play, though. That's detrimental. Yeah. Because he can he get 30 points. Lamar. So Gomes has uh Gomes got Chubb on Gomes. Saturday. Oh, we got Chubb. Yeah, he's got Gaskin. Gomes has Chubb versus Jacobs. Zach has Jacobs on Saturday. That'll be a good matchup. Ooh. Yeah, well. Gomes has Gaskin, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. Mark Andrews has been an absolute stud, too. Number one tight end in fantasy. Yep. Damn. Yep. Man, this is a tight one. Meanwhile, um, that Gomes team looks pretty good. It does. There's a reason he's number one seed. Zach's only projected for a few less, though. Let's see what happens. I'm picking Gomes. I'm picking Gomes. I'd like Gomes to win with 60 points. He did. Yeah. Gomes beat Zach earlier this season and uh, shittiest game of the year. Is this uh, the one seed cursed in our league, though? Because I know, like, your dad beat me. Didn't the one seed lose before that, too? It is cursed. Yeah, because I believe most, in the... most champions were like seven and six, so they definitely weren't the one seed. Right. Uh, the one seed's cursed. I just don't think it's cursed this week. I don't know. You might not have Gaskin because of COVID, or he might be back. But he missed last – or, yeah, he had it over the bye week. Russell Wilson's facing the Rams. If Ramsey's back, that's really tough. And then you got Sutton, who's irrelevant for some reason. He's got two guys in the Packers passing attack. That's risky. And then you got Lattimore on Mike Evans in a New Orleans matchup. And if you have a beaten-up, hobbled Browns team, I'm going to go with Zach with the 8-1 upset. I think Zach hmm. takes that game. And Chubb has his last two games have been nothing, eight points I and think like it, five I, points. I think it's single digits his last four games. No, I'm, I'm completely wrong. Sorry, very wrong. He had twenty points those weeks. Very wrong. Single yeah, he had a bye week in there. Weeks. Chubb gets dubs. Yep. Give me Gomes this week against Zach. Zach I'm had going a good with Gomes run, too, but I'm picking Gomes, Gomes and uh, Gomes to be bounced next round by the winner of 
Amaral and my dad, to which, honestly, I hope Amaral wins um, because John and John, any team with Jonathan Taylor on in the playoffs has a chance to make a fucking run. Yeah, he really has a good chance. And um, so I just want him out of there. I don't want to see Jonathan Taylor ever again if I were to make it that far. So I'm, I'm, I hope Amaral wins, but I think my dad's going to outlast him. I'm picking my dad. Friar, what are your thoughts on Cordero Patterson this year? It's absolutely it's absurd. I feel so bad for you. I mean, yeah, how could you have ever seen this coming? Who knew it would be sustainable? Um, yeah, I mean, it's been nuts. He's, he's been unbelievable. He's an RB1. And he has he two weeks with under two single digit games, everything else double digits, and, and just crazy performances. Cornell fucking Absolutely Patterson, man. I, I think it's yeah. safe to say he's a lock for a Trash of Treasure award this year. Yeah. I was eight years too early on him yeah. when I on, drafted him like number yeah. four back in the day. There's well, a lot fourth of round, fourth round. Like that are out there that, um, that Trash to Treasure. I mean, he's the most extreme example, but I mean, Lenny Fournette's got to be up there too. But yeah, I'll pick your, I'll pick your dad as well. Um, yeah, your wagon. dad's got it. And Sam Ball. And then uh, before we preview ours, we'll talk about Chris and Panacho. It's, it's, I, I can't even fathom it. Just, just how this works is fucking ridiculous. The fact that Chris has a two seed blows my goddamn mind. I know. And then there's two sides of it. His luck could continue and he moves on, or reality smacks him square in the fucking balls. And it's like, oh, yeah, my team's not that good anyway. I shouldn't be in the playoffs. Right. And Panacho might have Carter back. And Chris doesn't have OBJ. Yep. He might me. not even have Stafford. Who knows? Give me Panacho. And he does not it's have not a quarterback be, on his not, it's gonna, You know what's going to happen? It's going to be over by the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. And Panacho's going to be texting. Oh, man. He's like, uh, it's, it's, he's going to be up at like 60 points. He's going to be saying, I lost. Mm-hmm. I lost. You know, this and that. that but it's just. It's not. It, it sickens me. Is yeah, what it CD is. Lamb will have thirty. Almond Ross St. Brown will have fifteen. Yep. Yep. Yes, yeah. because Contra is going to beat him. Yeah, you will. And then, oh, damn it, Chapter Four of the playoff rivalry between myself and Mister Fryer, Mister Jake Fryer. This is what it's all about. Someone's going to move on. Someone's going to be watching football. Just as a fan for the next couple of weeks, I don't. I I can't say it's going to be me though, Jake. Can't say it's going to be me. Like I, I said, against I, myself. But. I got. I got. I have to do it for the league. I have to fulfill <laughs> this. Objections are pretty tight. Two point spread. Nothing crazy. It's gonna. Um, it's, I got to do it. I gotta. I gotta strap on the boots. Embrace the role as the people's champion and take down the greater evil. That is you, Jake Fryer. I'm going to be honest. I don't feel great. I love my team. I couldn't be coming off a better week. I have some mostly pretty good matchups, but I hate the fact that we have two guys on the same teams and Debo and Ayuk and Johnson and Claypool, and you have the better guy in each of those. Now, I know Debo hasn't. He's just been a running back for whatever reason for the Cook last Cooking Osborne. Weeks. Yeah, Cooking Osborne. That's right. Okay, we got one other overlap that I get the better player. But 
I mean, you you just look across it and it's like Godwin. Well, what did he do against New Orleans last time? He definitely was involved because Mike Evans gets that Lattimore. Yeah, he had eight on 12 targets for 140 and a score. Like, he's going to be the guy they look to against New Orleans. Um, you have a lot of good matchups. I, I just have to hope Mahomes and the and the backfield in Dallas dud. Um, but I can't pick against my team. But at the same time, I don't feel great about it. I, the thing is, it's not even like it's not a matter of feeling great about it. It's just the way fantasy works. And I've told people this before. I've had better teams than the team I have this year, and I've lost to a waiver wire team. I thought the team that I once had was loaded. I thought it was a lock for the championship, and I lose to a waiver wire team because anything, and I mean anything, can happen in fantasy football. Whether it's Le'Veon Bell putting up forty something against me, whether it's uh, a Sunday night battle for a tie leading it ended up going into a stat correction on Thursday, Souza. Anything can happen in fantasy football. We've known this for too long. We've known this for 10 years. All I yeah. know is something's got to give. It's either going to be the people's champ fulfilling destiny moving on. Or it's going to be Jake Fryer looking to continue his reign and be that guy and to get back to the top of the mountain that Craig has plateaued him on for a little bit, plateaued him on, I should say, for a little bit. This game's tough. When I look at Friars' team, I'm trying to look at who could have, like, potential bad games. I think Claypool, Ayuk, definitely Everett. And even Aaron Jones could have a bad game. I mean, he only got eight touches last week. I keep forgetting about Aaron fucking Jones. <laughs> I have the storylines, dude. I have the storylines. Well, Dalvin he only had... Cook's back. Oh, no, you can go ahead. I don't know. Dalvin Cook's back after – he was on my team that was that absolutely star-studded team that lost in the first round a couple years ago. He's back. I got Jones, the beach, and all those guys that you've wanted all year. I got the storyline. I just don't know if it's enough. But, Susie, you're right. There's a bunch of guys in here. It's like, oh, he could dud. And I don't know if you have that with Glenn. And, like, with – but Aaron Jones, I mean, like, he only got eight touches last week. AJ Dillon has been – a problem for him aside from last week 20 point game his last three games no better than 10 points um but he could also go off but those are guys who could potentially dud um on glenn's team mahomes could dud honestly he could have like 11 points mm-hmm. kj osborne obviously kyle pitts as well and mm-hmm. i think that's it mate like zeke and pollard i think if you start both of them you're gonna have someone with a good game there so i think Glenn might have the edge with uh, one less dud potential. I like Glenn's 49ers D against the Falcons a lot. His, uh, yeah, I got to go. I'm going with Glenn. I think Glenn has the edge this week. All right. I don't like he has that. a slight projection, like but. I love that. No, because this is. I'm the this underdog, is... Glenn. I'm playing spoiler. You're not. It, I'm the it... underdog, man. I'm, I'm just fighting here. You know, I'm, I'm out there for all the grinders. You, That's what we are. We're the grinders. You, you're Satan is what you are. That's what you are. <laughs> and I, I got to, like I said, I got to you just do it. I got to do it for everybody in the league who despises what you represent. And I, I can't. I, I, I can't let my people down. This week. I, I did it last week. Took care of Craig. I got to take care of you next week. I'm not, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but. We'll probably be Panacho. We got to take care of him, and then we just move forward, keep going on. But it starts. You can't with feel good about this week, Glenn. I don't. I don't. This is this is the most. <laughs> this is if I if I can get by you this week. That's 
that's like that's the hardest test I'll have to face is getting by your team. That's it. And I'm not, I can't say if I get by you, I'm winning the whole fucking thing because, like I said, it's fancy. I can't control it. But if I can get by you this week, that's the, and it should be likewise to me. If you get by me, yeah, there's not another team that's that's better than ours too. I don't think in the in the in the playoffs right now is there. Damn. I don't know. There might not be. I mean, I think Zach your dad, without Lamar. Your dad. Yeah, he's, he's been got a really good hot team. as fuck. That's true. He has the second most points allowed, and yet he still like overcame that because his team's been crazy. That's true. But emotionally, Glenn, it's definitely the biggest game. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And this is this is yep. what you love about fantasy football. You, you love the high risk, the high reward. As, as shitty as one of us will feel on Monday night when it's all said and done, yep. the other person will feel that good. And mm-hmm. move, that's 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 what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. And, and, yep. and it's, it's better. I'd rather face my rivals. I'd rather face the Jakes, the Craigs, you know, the whatever. Then not, not to throw shit at anyone else in the league, but like and face someone like JV, who it's like it's competitive. We're friends, but we don't you don't shit talk each other. I you know JV, I, I, I root for him. I, I want him to do well. You, yeah. I hope you get the toilet every year that you that we continue this league. It's just, it's just how it works. I don't, you know, you wanna you wanna end it. You don't wanna like last year. I lost to Jake Aronson. I respect Jake Aronson. I don't have anything against Jake Aronson, but um, and it's it just you know it was just it, I was just done. I felt empty. Now it's either gonna be maximum euphoria or maximum heartbreak, but it won't be as bad. As when either Craig or Souza gets the toilet bowl. Come on, no, <laughs> I feel be- I feel a hell of a lot better this year than I did last year about my chances. I just gotta win one game out of three. These next three games, I just need one. Doesn't matter where it is, this this week, next week, or the toilet bowl. Just one win, and every loss I have gets me an even better chance to win because I'd be facing a worse team theoretically. So you're, so you're gonna tank until the toilet bowl? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Mason being Mason, man. Mason's team, not bad. I know. Mason's luck, bad. Yeah. My luck's also bad. But he got me this this week this year in the regular season. I'm getting him this week. I'm getting him. A week from now, we'll record this podcast. Fucking done. A week from now, we'll record this podcast. We'll see the results. Next week, I'm hoping. To have a, a, another special guest on this podcast. If I move on and beat Mr. Fryer for content purposes, I would like to have the winner of Panacho or Chris on for the following week. But if Fryer gets in the way of that, I can't do that. And what you're doing is you're hurting the podcast. You're hurting the content if you beat me this week. That can't possibly be true. Everyone in the league would tune in to hear you bitch about losing if you lost this week. He's got a point. <laughs> That's peak content. I don't know about everyone. Like I said, it might be it might be a little circle a circle jerk posse of you, Sousa, and Craig, three, three guys fucking in a triangle stroking each other's cocks, but candles around the room, in you know, a circle. dancing a fucking Teletubbies music or something. What the fuck? But um, for the rest of the league, uh, system like of a down, said, you mean? Yeah, that too. System <laughs> of down. Hypnotize me playing in the background. You guys just fucking two fingers up each other's ass. That's it right there. Now we're talking. Um, this is oh what fantasy football God. is all about. Sousa, 
I wish you luck, but not too much luck in the constellation. Because, like I said, I, we can be we, if you want. We can we can do the, the thing that Panacho suggests. You bury the hatchet. I don't I don't have a problem with Susan. So you start disrespecting me, saying everything's bullshit. Everything's this and that. I what, what do I say? No, when, no, when, no. You, when you do great, I don't say. Oh wow, that's Susan bullshit, man. Look at this. It's wild, crazy how that happens. I say, okay, he's a good owner, and then he's got to prove it to me in the playoffs. It's factual stuff. You just can't, you can't give credit where it's due. And that's where I feel disrespect. The same thing goes with Craig. That's why he's disrespectful. I gave him credit when he won championship number one against me. That was the best championship game the league has seen. Last year, his team didn't deserve it. Jake Aronson had the better team and just got lucky. So I'm, 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 I'm just calling it like it is. So I'm, Susan, if you want us, I'll, I'll stop. I'll, I'll focus all my attention on putting Craig into the toilet bowl. I won't put you there. I don't, I don't feel like there's a hatchet to be buried. I don't feel disrespected by you, and and I don't mean to be disrespectful to you. I just, oh, I'm you just don't pointing mean, out oh, certain. You so when you no. when you went on your phone and you liked the message that said Glenn Jr. <laughs> public enemy number one in the league, you don't mean to be disrespectful. Oh, oh, that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no, it's all it's good. It's, fun, it's, right? It's shit like that. It's shit like that to where I'm like, oh, Panacho's fucking right about this guy. He's fucking right. What's he right about? Let me hear this. What's the storyline? You're going to have to ask him. Hopefully next week. What do I have to do to clear my name? Uh, Stand on a podium on live TV and apologize? Maybe. Maybe when commissioner as, make it against the rules to not like Susan. Yeah. <laughs> and Friar, as far as you go, thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you for again being a part of the league and making it what it is today. What you bring to the league as a competitor, as someone who is active each and every single week, whether it's waiver wire, surgeon trades, blowing up people's phones for no reason. That is vacation. That is what fantasy football is all about. I wouldn't want any other opponent. To go against when it, when it matters most, you want your rivals against you, and that's how it goes. So, thank you for being on the podcast. I wish you good luck this week. Like I said, not too much luck. About about like maybe like eighty five points luck. Okay. Hey, it's hey, not a lot of luck. Don't hey, don't laugh. Last time we faced each other, it was like eighty eight to eighty five. I'm pretty sure. Dude, it was a pillow fight. Pillow fight. Well, boys, thanks for having me on. Always fun, always a pleasure. And obviously love you both. And the league's incredible. And uh good to see you see you guys' faces. Yeah. Can I get a uh, fuck Mason on three? One, two, three. Fuck, fuck Mason. Mason. Fuck Mason. Yeah, well, that didn't good luck up, to you but... both. This should be a fun matchup, and one of you has to lose. Yep. At the end of the day, I'll be okay with the outcome, no matter what. Yep. From the consolation ladder. All right, boys, let's get the fuck out of here.